Hey, welcome to episode 10 of the Out of Bounds podcast. I go by the name of the Delta Fashionista. And before I introduce the rest of the panel, ladies and gentlemen, if you're new to this, to this channel, first of all, welcome to the channel. You picked a great time to be here for the first time, because this is about to be a golden episode. And you can see here, our man in the middle, let me introduce, our man in the middle, Mr. Donnie Wilkins, is rocking a Philadelphia 76er jersey. Proud, he's as proud as proud could be, so respect to yeah. him, but... <laughs> Like I said, you knew here, like Donovan, he's been bragging and boasting about his sixes like this whole playoffs. So now the chickens come home to roost, so we're about to let them have it. But also on the far right, we have Mr. Noel Austin, aka Third Eye, aka Kyrie Irving, aka Mr. Steel, Mr. Euro Step to your girl. So, fellas, how are we doing, y'all? You can't hear. You know, because last time I checked, the Hards got some straightening last night. It wasn't Trey Young, but it was just Kevin Herter who came through and got some straightening. And if, you, if you're new to the episode, you need to show last episode, I told them to Fox and Seven. And they looked at me and laughed like, oh, wow. The Hawk, no. I said Hawks and Seven. City. Yeah, I mean. Hawks and Seven. Last time I checked, we in the Eastern Conference Finals. And last time I checked, Ben Simmons, Doc Rivers, all the other niggas are at home. So, and Ben Simmons lost his job, guys. So, this is the Out of Bounds Podcast. I'm Noah Austin. This is an amazing day. Yo, Atlanta has never been this lit in regards to basketball season in like the longest time. Like, this is new for y'all. Yeah, Man. this is new for y'all. I'm proud. I'm proud. I'm proud. I'm proud of the city. They banging outcasts outside. Magic City giving away <laughs> limited wings. Gotta get a voucher. That boy Kevin Herter coming back getting a black woman when he comes off the jet t- today. <laughs> when he gets back home, <laughs> he gonna be the new like, Tyler Hero. Oh, he for sure. Hey, I'm telling you right now, he finna go to a barbershop in Atlanta and get a fade. Let this man get a fade. A good fade at that, and a little the white the white boy slick back with a fade. Oh, it's over. They it's over. It up. <laughs> but nah, I'm proud of Atlanta. A lot of people didn't think Atlanta would get this far. Like I said last episode, great foundation starting piece. Win lose, it's always a great foundation starting piece for them. Um, they found their core in Trey Young. I do have my nitpicks. I will brag for the city, but I do have nitpicks when it comes to the Hawks. And how they play basketball that I've seen in the past couple games I've watched. But overall, proud for my city. And all these Philly niggas, y'all gotta come to Atlanta, nigga. Fuck is you talking about? Like, y'all not really all this nigga like that. I'm just telling you. Atlanta got the shit. We got the juice. Nah, I mean, we good. We beat Philly. <laughs> y'all Philly cheesesteaks ain't got nothing on the pepper all flash with the peach drink. Fuck is you talking about? We not doing this right now. I know you're not about to debate Philly over Atlanta. So I got one thing to say before I let Donovan say his piece in vent because this is gonna be a, this episode's a therapy session. <laughs> so, before, needs. so before I let him have the floor, I just want to say, um, for those of you if you checked out last week's the Gaming Chat podcast, I made an announcement. I'm also going to make that same announcement again for this episode because I announced it wrong and I want to get it right. News to me. <laughs> yeah, so um, 
So you always support the Game of Chill podcast, bro? I do. <laughs> I just didn't see the last episode. <laughs> said, that's and I, I definitely <laughs> wanted to talk about that. Uh, about support, but I, I didn't see the last episode. Taking really taking right, yeah, but stay tuned to the end of the episode for the full announcement. If you checked out the game chat, you already know what I'm about to say, but I just announced it wrong, so I got to clear that up. All right, so now that I got that out the way, the floor is yours, Donovan. How you feeling, bro? My man picked today to take off the black team. My man look like he ain't sleep at all. He been crying all day. He been playing Drake. He been playing Thomas <laughs> Rude to a Ben Simmons jersey. I don't want to hear him. I was full of Rosemary. I, I would be wrong <laughs> no. if I said that I wasn't crying. I did cry last night. I'm going to be honest. Um, yeah. I need to support other men's health. So, yeah, I did cry. Okay, on the scale, what's it say? How you feel right now? Let's take a picture. I'm feeling one. One, one, <laughs> nothing matters right now. Negative. If you come to Philadelphia, the city is dead quiet. We don't even mention Ben's name we're anymore. Dead quiet, regardless, but we're not gonna talk about that. We wasn't dead quiet. Okay, let's let's, let's pull it back. We, we know y'all no. feeling good after being non relevant for like 20 years. We we get it. Oh, we, we did. Get Atlanta been relevant. We, we get it. We, we get it. No, I'm y'all not relevant. Y'all been relevant in music, yeah. not so much in basketball. Yeah, yeah I, I forgot the Hawks was even a team down there. Oh well, no, I'm dead serious. Okay, this is forgot how to shoot, so I don't know if we're gonna forget. Atlanta, Atlanta was at the Eastern Conference Finals. Don't worry about Ben Simmons; he's gonna be here next year. Okay, we gonna get to that later. But the Atlanta Hawks, they was in the Eastern Conference Finals in 2015. The Sixers haven't been in the Eastern Conference Finals since my man Allen Iverson. Oh, so that was, then who's more relevant, Donovan? I think Atlanta 2015, Allen Iverson, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> 2001 to 2015, bro, you do the math. You I'll do the still take the Sixers any day Don- of the week. Noah was two years old last time Philly was in the Eastern Conference Finals. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, has it been that long? <laughs> my man was well, I was like, what are you at? 2000. I was too old, damn, nigga. Yeah, damn. I was not even in grade school, y'all still ass. That's wild. Damn. But, bro, admit it. in Wash City. Y'all got Philly cheese and Meek Mill. That's it. We barely got Meek um, Mill. So no, we have the, uh, the first White House. We have where Ben Franklin. But but it's the foundation of America. But let's, let's not see. Let's not forget that we also had the Pope who came here. Did oh, the Pope I saw, I saw, I saw. nobody cares about history, right? Now. Nobody cares. Nobody wants to. Bro, the history you was better off just saying Rocky, bro. Nobody came on no better. No, no, no. I said what I said. The Pope came here. Did the Pope visit the island? We're talking about the Pope. Last time I checked, didn't the Pope <laughs> wear jerseys for the season? Like I said, Pope blessed the Pope. Blessed the <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we're talking about the Pope. 
Overall, I mean, I, 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 the, the vibe is everybody has to go. Anybody, any Ben supporter that he had is absolutely gone now. And I, I was a supporter of Ben Simmons. Like you guys seen it on the podcast. I've defended him time and time again. I said this is episode three, bro. That this and the the fact the turning point, like uh, indeed said, when he decided to pass instead of dunking the fucking ball. He's what six eleven, and he all right. How tall is he? Six six nine six ten. Best of his shot ten is like twenty five right now. You're 6'9", 25. You still healthy. Still got the good bones. No, right? 6'10", I believe. Six He's 6'10", and you can't raise it up over Kevin Herter and dunk the ball. It, it wasn't even Kevin Herter. It was Trey Young. There was nobody there. Hey, man. <laughs> Shit. And you just pass it, and then you throw your hands up like Matisse was the one in the wrong, like – I'm How much is this contract? It's too much. Too much. Too much. Too much. I, I would ever give up 2K virtual currency for Ben Simmons. Like I, I think man, he's, a, I think he's, he's eligible for uh, a contract extension, I believe. That man about to be with the Shanghai Sharks. I don't want to hear He's going to be partying up with uh, Christoph Persingas and uh, Kyle Kuzma over there. Bro, they offered me to put the Shanghai Sharks and go crazy. <laughs> I'm sorry, but compare <laughs> Ben Simmons to KP is an insult to KP. Oh, oh honestly, no, no. I'm taking KP. Poor Zing, I'm taking poor Zingas over Ben Simmons all day. This KP, yeah, I'll take for Zingas. I ain't gonna hold you. I'll take, I'll take Kuzma over Simmons. It, it's more so oh, people who crack. who were who were seen as. The next generation of players to just completely fall off. Not so much as Ben Simmons, but just completely like just take a downward spiral. As um, the real question is, what it is. Can we, we can th- there's really way. nothing I can say that hasn't already been said by Doc Rivers. Nobody believes in him anymore, and. I feel sorry for him because yeah. it, it seems like it's a mental thing. Okay, let's let, let's get into it right now then. So, basically, our first time for this week's for this week's edition of um, Out of Bounds is: Is it time for Philadelphia 76ers to break up their core? Like, who's most of the problem? Is it Ben Simmons or is it Doc Rivers? It's Ben Simmons, I believe. Um, ben Simmons also had his best years under Brent Brown. Um, I'm not disputing that. Which is why I was surprised you said Ben Simmons rather than Doc Rivers. Because of the one thing he hasn't been able to do is improve his shooting. This dude is scared to shoot or he, he doesn't want to shoot. Um, and that's in a uh, pair with uh, Doc Rivers, who's encouraging him to, oh, just you'll be fine. Like, just do you. That's That's not the right answer. This man needs to learn how to shoot. And if he doesn't, or don't want to, he needs to go. But is um, it but is it more so on coaching rather than the player? Because you just said Ben Simmons, no. he was a better player under Brett Brown than he was under Doc Rivers. He basically no. regressed this season. Yeah, <laughs> he did. 
Um, well, not necessarily regressed. More so, uh, he regressed in the playoffs. Uh, he was pretty fine. Uh, overall, no, he was most. Yeah, it was fourteen a game this whole year. He was. It went. It went. And B went down. He did not step but up. But he shot. I believe he was shooting over fifty-five uh, percent. Okay, is, that's easy to do. But all you're doing is dunking or taking it to the cup. <laughs> like he's not shooting jumpers or anything like that. I mean, he was still defensive, uh, and he was still making plays. So it's not like he. he he's not. He, he was player. like terrible. Yeah, and that's what uh, Doc Rivers was saying. He's not a, a forty. Or a thirty-point guy, but we need you to be at least a twenty-five-point guy. Or Gee, something. Not even that. So it's just like no, no. I'm taking Jordan Clarkson. Like, there's a lot of players I'm taking to get me a bucket before Ben Simmons. And I think that's what Dunk. anybody rational will say. But in terms of break up the core, I I wouldn't put it on Doc Rivers. This is his first year, and he did get us the number yeah. one seed. Um, after seeing what I saw in the playoffs, it doesn't? How so? I'll tell you why it doesn't mean shit. Okay, you got the number one seed. So did Utah. They got the number one seed as well. Y'all both went out in the second round. Seeding don't really matter so much. Especially considering the fact that it was a like it was a seventy what was a seventy two game season. Yeah, seventy four. Yeah. Brooklyn and Brooklyn, they basically gave up. They could have got Brooklyn could have got the number one seat, but they rested many of their guys towards the end of the season. They didn't have a try to get the number one seat. So the number one seat is basically given to you guys. And, I, and I, like, wouldn't, I wouldn't say all that. <laughs> I wouldn't say all. That. Of course, you would say because you're a Philly fanboy. So of course, I, I, I expect nothing less from you. I in mean. That <laughs> Now Philly, no, you no, no, you, no, you sound like C three PO right now. <laughs> you're cutting <just> out, <laughs> Mister Four Eighty P. Come on, you should get it right. Hey, hey, guys, Wi Fi is not the best, but it's all right. We're going to edit that part out anyway. But my whole thing is not Doc Rivers' fault. I think he put too much faith in Ben Simmons. I think it was time to just let him go. Because, like, Maxie came out, played a dynamic-ass game that helped them win game six. So, and that's like, what everybody I feel like in Philadelphia was talking about, like, start him. Yeah, they should okay, start Maxie. You're not going to start a rookie. You're not gonna start rookie over max one of your max contract players. It doesn't matter. I mean, in the postseason, that shit doesn't matter. In the postseason, yeah. that shit don't matter. You win or lose it. Like that's how I look at it. From playing, especially in a game seven season. Yeah. No, not even in a series where the team that you're supposed to watch is actually playing and giving a fuck. The contracts that goes out the window. Who's getting me a bucket? If we pay this man an extension and he can't get us a bucket, but a rookie out of wherever he came from get us a bucket and assist and actually put cuz in like it at that point doesn't matter. It doesn't matter in the season. Oh, you give Ben Simmons his man, but uh, the post if you live in you. I see DPR. I'm 
like, no. <laughs> you can yeah. my face, bro. No, I'm gonna bring you back, bro. I'm bring you back. He said, okay. <laughs> "Get the Wi-Fi." <laughs> Madonna, we both just looking there. Yeah, <laughs> Madonna, man. So, in terms of, because you seem to think that okay, is it as simple as just getting rid of Ben Simmons and then your problems will be completely fixed from there, or do you feel like there needs to be more done? Like, is it specifically Ben Simmons that's the issue? Or do you feel like there's like an overall issue to like your roster? Like the front control? office. Um, no, I mean, Daryl Mooney uh, has been doing a, a, a fantastic job as, as soon as he got the the position as a general manager. So it's so we brought in somebody who knows what they're doing. We brought in a winning coach, granted, who couldn't get past um, second round of the playoffs, but. We, we have a, a coach that knows what it's like to win in playoffs and stuff like that. Um, he hasn't done it in a minute. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he hasn't really gotten past uh, the second round, and he always uh, loses his 3-1 leads. Um, but we have a coach who's somewhat of a coach, something we really didn't have in uh, Brett Brown. Okay, but with Brett Brown, your ceiling was Eastern Conference semifinals. That's basically that was the peak of the Brett Brown ever. Got you to the semifinals. Yeah, year, but were we year, gonna were we gonna keep him after getting swept by the Celtics in the bubble? No. Okay, but it's, but that's the same Celtics team went on to go to the Eastern Conference Finals. Okay, my man's at HD now. Hey, hey, oh, yeah. <laughs> hey. hey. Uh what's up? I mean, right, like I said, I think. If we're still talking about Doc Rivers, I don't think yeah. it's his fault. I don't think Doc, like I said, Doc Rivers is not his fault. I think it's just, it's a little bit of both because, like Liddell said, it's like, well, are you going to start a rookie over a max contract player? The max contract player is not producing. We just go, are we just going to lose, but like still give him like the satisfaction of, oh, you're the max contract player. We're going to abide by you. Are you going to die on that hill, essentially? Or are you going to win a game? In game seven, all that shit goes out the window. Contracts. Not like even in game seven. In a series where yeah, yeah. you're the number one seed playing the number five seed, and the number five seed is kicking your ass, and they looking like they finna take this series, it should have been by game, what, when Atlanta took the lead, when Atlanta took a 3-2 lead, they should have been like, okay, nah, something got to change. It, it should have been changed once you saw that Ben Simmons wasn't producing that whole series. Like, like that's the thing. If, if you if, if, if was scoring double digits, that's crazy to me. Buddy Bailey scored single digits. <laughs> like, yeah, my man, my man shot Tennessee was on twenty five. <laughs> he wasn't even trying to score. My thing. I is mean, that's Simmons. that's why Doc Rivers pulled uh, Tyrese Maxey aside and told him get ready. Uh, at the end of games, uh, at the beginning of game six. The thing is, I think this is a pivotal moment in the NBA where we're seeing that draft stock, draft numbers, that shit doesn't matter. Like when yeah. you're drafting a player, you got to look at how is this kid going to play under pressure and how bad does he want it? I've watched Ben Simmons. I was in high school when Ben Simmons, when we were watching his tapes and stuff. Ben Simmons was always that guy. Tyler Maxey, I don't know if his, his name Tyler Maxey. I forgot his name. Tyrese Maxey. Tyrese Maxey, my bad. But when you're underrated, there's a chip on your shoulder. Ben Simmons never had a chip on his shoulder. I've seen him go from playing in high school to playing in college. To be, 
this man has never had a chip on his shoulder to get past. So he, him getting to this point where it's like, man, I can't really score. I'm afraid. Da, 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 da. He hasn't had that moment when he was young. Now he's in this the biggest stage, and we all look at you to be the second coming of LeBron, and you freezing like, ah, I don't uh, uh. Those kids that were drafted second round, you got the Fred Van Vliet, you got the Max, he's the, top, the, the, the dude for the Clippers. I forgot his, his last name's Man. Terrence Man. You have all these guys that are hungry to play in the spotlight. And what what to me what it showed was I'm looking at the kids that are hungry like the John Morant the you know all these players that are hungry for this that's what you gotta look for now in the draft draft stock being number one that shit don't matter no more because we we thought Ben Simmons would be the second coming to Jesus like you would have thought Ben Simmons was LeBron two point he, he was the Fresh Prince that they but, called him. I honestly didn't because I remember when he was at LSU LSU didn't make the NCAA tournament his his freshman year. Yeah. And normally, like, come on, like, you if you can't take your team to lead to the NCAA tournament, that's just telling me right there that, okay, like, your leadership qualities is just not And good. the thing is, even Lonzo Ball took UCLA to somewhat deep into the tournament. Somewhat deep. They didn't go all the way, but he still t- – and then they and they shit, still shit on Lonzo, but Lonzo still took them to the – at least into the tournament and played – and dropped 36 points in a game. Lonzo Ball has a, is a separate case. But Ben Simmons has had everything. He's had the time. He's had to. He's had everything to get this shit right. There's going to be pointers like, "Yo, when it when are we gonna call Ben Simmons a bust?" Yeah, I think I, that's he's, I'm just he's waiting. in his fifth year. I'm his, I'm just waiting for when we get to call him a bust because right now I'm not seeing I've what Philly saw it, him. Bro. I've been saying it. To me, I'm not like, seeing it. I don't understand how Andrew Wiggins gets shared on so much by by fans in the sports media. Exactly. When this dude is a proven bucket, he gets you 18 to 20, and he can drop 40 any given night. It, ben Simmons was never never shown any sign of being like an aggressive player. Even when Embiid was out, he still played the same game. He ain't try to like step up. Didn't, to, didn't Tobias Harris step up? Would it be yeah, yeah, Tobias Harris was and Steph Curry. He stepped up enough to yo Seth Curry. For people to call him uh, an All Star, or he should have been an All Star. I'm year. not. I'm not a Philly fan, but I was watching this series. Shout out to Seth Curry. Like Seth Curry was that nigga. Like I'm not gonna lie to you. I was watching the game. I'm like. He was practicing with his brother over the summer, or he, he was our replacement but for that JJ Reddick type player that we had a couple he, of years like ago. Seth Curry. I say give Seth Curry one more, a couple years. He's gonna be a prominent JJ Reddick type. Sign three him three. for the the remainder of the fucking uh, his career. He he, he needs a contract. It. He needs a contract somewhere because if the if the Sixers don't pick him up, I would say Atlanta go get him because he's a proven. Bucket off the out. bench. I'm tight the Mavericks let him go. I'm honestly tight that we let him yeah, go. Yeah, I, I don't understand. I don't that. understand. Because I think nowadays people don't want to give these kids time to develop. I've talked to this with my dad who played, you know, football and he went to college. It's like nowadays y'all, not even football, but just in basketball, y'all not giving kids time to develop. We don't give players the acquired time to develop. Like Lonzo Ball is still going to be a really prominent Drew Holiday type point guard. He just needs the confidence in his shot. So it's like, did it take his brother to come into the league for him? Like, you know what? Damn, my younger brother out here doing shit. Maybe I got to start doing what he's doing. It took him leaving uh, the the bright lights of uh, L.A. Yeah, he had to leave. All that drama. 
Kyle Kuzma, damn, at this point, that nigga needs to leave. Yeah. Kyle Kuzma too worried about his girlfriend and what outfit he wearing tomorrow. He's not worried about if he's making a jump shot or not. I, like, I, I think that speaks to the larger overall scope of uh, or the issue of these these top draft players going to like big markets and then expecting to be like the the next Kobe or AI or Jordan or let's see that I think that's the thing we have to look at like these are 18 year old kids going to yeah. LA with millions of dollars like what exactly. like what did you expect was gonna happen right. like you give an 18 19 year old kid 20 some odd million dollars and he living in LA in the hills he an NBA player he can get any girl, and you expect him not to be shitty on the I mean, on the one court? day you, you go from walking <laughs> the halls of like college to driving you, down Rodeo driving senior. No, you go from college bro. to bro, you living in the Hollywood Hills, you living in Calabasas, like Courtney yeah. Kardashian is your neighbor, bro. And it's like, no, but that's real shit because like that I want to touch on that because Donovan, do you think that Ben Simmons is a victim of the Kardashian gender curse? I, I would say somewhat. I mean, the the record proves it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like like your career goes down the drain once you once. You I mean, he, he was. Mm, yeah, the, the curse is the curse is kind of capped because last time I checked, my boy Devin Booker, that nigga doing his motherfucking thing, and he's dating Kendall Jenner still. Okay, so. okay, give it time. Okay, give it time. That's, that's right now. That's right now. Like it's still fresh. <laughs> it's still fresh. It's still fresh. <laughs> I, I think. I think. I think it comes down to. What you what do you give a fuck about most? I think Devin Booker get. I think Devin Booker cares more about basketball and being great than a girlfriend. Oh, like, I did, he, so he I think it comes Kobe. down to who you are as he a person. Kobe, so anybody yeah. I feel like that admires Kobe, like you go put who first? Yeah, so I yeah, think. I mean, look at Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum, bro. Like these young stars, I'm excited. I think when LeBron takes his time away and he retires. The NBA is going to be in good hands because you got Devin Booker, Jason Tatum, Donovan Mitchell, Luka Doncic. There's a lot. Trey Young right now. It's the torch is being passed and it's looking fire because I love these playoffs. Like this postseason, I might just damn near get a Suns jersey because the way they playing. I watched the game. I, it was amazing. The shit's the shit's amazing. Devin Booker's doing his I mean, fucking thing. I don't want to put up bad vibes, but I'm I'm currently searching. <laughs> so you searching for new team? <laughs> Hey man, put, come, to come to Highlander. Come to Highlander. Okay, before before we move on to our next topic, Donovan, I'm gonna give you the floor. Like, if you let's say, let's just pretend that you have the the eyes and the ears of the Philadelphia 76ers front office. Okay. What would you what would you want to say to them right now? Like, what would basically be your all season pitch? Like, what do you want to happen? Um, you need to take Ben Simmons, take a shooter. Take a psychologist. Oh shit! Put him up in the mountains with a, a full NBA uh, regulated basketball court, and just let him go to work. That's it. Nobody calls him. Nobody texts him. Not his agent. Nobody. <laughs> it's just those three people up in the mountains, just by themselves. Did he already do that shit though? Like, didn't that shit already happen? No, no. Here's the thing. He uh he was supposed to meet up with uh an NBA uh, shooting coach, but Rich Paul, his agent, which was a dumbass decision, decided to go against it and instead uh, work with his brother. I saw a meme the other day that said that the only time that Ben Simmons shoots is when he's playing Call of Duty. 
Yeah. <laughs> hey. Maybe I mean that was a low quality meme, but yeah. That's, hey, that's so hey, maybe you should be a Twitch streamer if, if you. Hey, my nigga. Maybe that'd that's be right. a for you, bro. That's yeah, right. I mean, it's not for everybody, but it's not for yeah, everybody. I think it's more mentally. Like he needs to get away. I I hope somebody took away his phone after that game because I was looking at the comments. <laughs> they are fucking brutal. Buddy, has, once he got to the locker room, bro, you can't turn on your phone, bro. Like you yeah, just can't yeah, turn that Philly, shit on. Man. Especially at Philly, especially if, when one day they no, love you, the next day they hate you. His his drive home from the arena must have been some shit. <laughs> I hope he had a blackout Escalade and nah. He drives a Ferrari. Boys. Oh he drives, man. A, he drives like a brown, like he drives like a black or brown Ferrari four five eight or some shit. Don't so, go out to no clubs in Philly anytime oh, soon. I tell you that. Ben Simmons can't go nowhere in Philly. I'm like I you, said, he, he needs to go off and just. Be with those three people who's able to coach him because he doesn't need to be with anybody else. He could have a rocky ass montage until next season. <laughs> and also, I, I don't want so those, those nut ass low grade quality practice videos. Bro, I I'm swear we see them shits every yeah. offseason. And then yes. they always it, come back to do. don't yeah. do that shit. It, it just speaks to the larger time that it's. But he, be he just doesn't want to do it. This man look like Kobe hooping with randoms. Like, bro, that's cool, but nigga, do that shit on the court, bro. Like, God. Like, at least, like Lazo Ball started pulling up from three, apparently. Like, he was like, you know what? Fucking shit. Like, the, the thing about Lazo, because I think a lot of people compare Lazo Ball and Bissons with the same, like, problem. The confidence of shooting, the confidence in yourself to score. I think Lazo Ball has definitely progressed in the fact that he's like, oh, I, I changed my shooting form. I can make sh- I can make shots now. I'm a still a good defender, still a good assist man. He still gets a good assist still number. A playmaker, yeah. He's still a playmaking point guard. And so if he knows if I can't make shots like that all the time, I'm gonna get back on defense. I'm gonna get my steals. I'm gonna get my assists. You know, it may not be my night tonight. Ben Simmons to still be in the NBA if he is, you gotta either be defense player of the year, get your assists. I mean, boards, to be fair, he, he was uh, he does either that. one he or two. He does. He's, like, he's going to be in the run for defensive player, all defensive team throughout the rest of his career. He's going to be one of the top ten assist guys. In yeah, the, the defense and playmaking in, is it? That's not the um, issue. It's, it's that he just, he just, he's not a great I just, here to I, just, I just see that defensive shit. <laughs> this series, I see that this series, he probably is in the regular season, but I didn't. He doesn't Bro, do it Trey, when it he counts. had Trey Young on lock. <laughs> He's talking about Trey was like five for twenty three. I mean, you're I six mean, ten going against a nigga who's six one. Oh, it's cool. oh, don't, don't use that excuse. Bro, he's First supposed to lock us up. And now you're saying, oh, it's the height. Come on. No, just I mean, am, but the thing is, am I like the thing is, I'm five seven. I go hoop all the time Damn. at the gym. I've hooped against dudes who are six five. Like you're supposed to lock me up. I break, but, but we're not that's saying that. You said that you didn't see the defense, and now a second later you're saying, "Oh, it's because of the height difference." Come on, man. I'm giving you leeway because we it, lost. But listen, don't. listen, isn't it a mismatch though? You're you're guarding someone who's six one, and you're six ten with how much of a wingspan? 
You're supposed. You're supposed. I mean, that, that didn't stop Trey Young earlier in uh, the My series. Is, I'm not saying he's bad at defense, but you're saying, oh, he. You say he locked him down like he, like it was a surprise. If I'm the coach, bro, you're supposed to do that. You're 6'10 with a big ass wingspan. He's 6'1. Okay, Dick. Explain to me how Trey Young be dropping like 40, 50 points in some games then. Because just about everybody that guards him is bigger than him. Nigga, so your defense that? better be on 10. Some shit. I don't know. What to tell I saw Simmons defense was on 10. Yeah, he, he was one, two, uh, <laughs> defensive player of the year. Can we speak of defense player of the year? How did Rudy Gobert win that shit three times in a row and that nigga still hot ass? Come on. Because oh, it's like, a word in regards to defense. It had nothing to do with offense. That's why. Anyways, that's a whole he, other story. He let Ben Simmons drop 40 on him in one game, but I guess we're not going to talk about that. Okay, okay, but last thoughts on Ben Simmons. Does Ben Simmons start the 2021-2022 opening night with the Philadelphia 76ers? Yes or no? Nope. Shanghai Sharks. Um, after reading a couple of posts and getting my head centered after listening to Drake all night, um, I say, I say, give him one more shot. This is his ultimatum year. Wow, we're giving niggas niggas one more chance. You haven't had enough abuse with this, nigga? (laughs) like one more. Uh, It's more so, I feel sorry for him. Like, That's not my problem, buddy. Go in the gym. Go hoop with some niggas in Compton. I don't know. Go hoop with DeMar DeRozan. It's, it's also the narrative of the media just with, with Shaq trolling yeah, them. We are the, the media. Shaq's the <laughs> yeah, I understand that. And it's, it, I'm starting to look at both sides of things. It's like at this point, this is not something he wants to hear. Like I like I said, I hope he like has <laughs> no contact with like media or anything like that. And he just like goes and works. Like he said, he's played I'm pretty sure doubtful for playing an Australia Olympic basketball team. Didn't, didn't Kendall be... didn't Kendall leave him for Devin Booker? Sure did. <laughs> Damn. I mean she left, she left a 14 points per game score for a 28 points per game score. I wouldn't and want to, about to go to the anyway. NBA finals. Bro, we not for this. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that, that's another this thing has gotta be sick. I'm sorry, bro. But what but Benson, what they I'll give credit for my, my guy is that you went up to that press conference and you answered those questions. So oh, I, I didn't even watch that. Oh, I, I gotta give, go back and watch that. Yeah, I, I give props up because not many do that. In, in the no, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta watch that. We gotta post that on the Instagram. We oh, we didn't even movie. talk about Joel and B. Um, what he said, and then Doc Rivers like your statements. Doc Rivers came on like a real Philly nigga because like <laughs> just the other day, just the other day, he was like like you talk about Benjamin ben Simmons. Are you serious? And then now, twenty four hours later, oh, like, I don't even know. He came on like you talking about he said, yeah, Who was and that? What, uh, I don't know that nigga. And what Embiid said about uh the downward spiral of the team in the last game when he decided to opt out of uh dunking it. I and B and B is not free and B is not free of blame from this. I'm sorry. Oh, for sure. This man rather, oh, we're not saying never. that, but the difference between MB and Ben is and B can show up. Yeah, but he's taking like all these perimeter threes, like bro, like yeah, bro. yeah, and, bro. and we've been on them about that. Uh, and the media has been on about that. He said we year. like you the traitor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I told you, I, I got inside sources, man. Something. He said we like <laughs> he, got, he got the same sources as Chris Broussard. <laughs> 
correction. I have that on alerts. I have those alerts. All right. Man, he had the, he's a, this man acting like he damn near the trainer for the season. <laughs> we we work together. Me and he said we've been on him about that. We've been on his ass in practice, guys. Like, dog, are you in the practice gym? Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't worry about it. Oh, but I think for me, this just goes to show Jimmy Butler was right. Like Jimmy Butler leaving Philly and him talking about how. Philly's structure is when it comes to their team. He proven everybody that he was right. Like that's I checked. Jimmy Butler got swept in the first round, so I don't want to hear shit. Hey. <laughs> Jimmy, right? Damn, at least Jimmy Butler can make a bucket. Shit, True. True. But he played just as bad in the first round as Ben Simmons. Like he wasn't as aggressive. But did he get a bucket though? Yeah, he's a better player than Ben Simmons. Exactly. So it don't. Matter. I mean, I'm just gonna leave it at this. I mean. Our front office has definitely got rid of oh. some um, top hour. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I told you. I got me, me and the security guard, we tight. He said, hour like you're part of the staff. <laughs> me and the security guard down at the Wells Fargo Center is tight. Don't worry he about it. Right? He said, hour coaching staff. I slip him the free cheesesteak, something at the door, and he gives me the inside of the phone. He said, but he say that shit like, bro, he in there, bro. Like, he right. in the boardroom talking to him. I'm so in that war room. This man, this man, Javon playing 2K. He talking about influence trading shit. <laughs> he playing my GM and shit. <laughs> this man got the my GM for the Philly 76ers. I'd be uh, lying if I wasn't doing that shit last night trying to trade him. That man said trade Ben Simmons, bitch ass. Yeah, year three of his franchise right now. <laughs> Nigga still ain't won nothing. The Hawks still beat their ass. Yeah. Oh, man. Nah, but I just want to say, like, Atlanta, I believed in y'all from the start, man. Like, hey, man. Yeah, I mean, hey, man. Ain't I, I definitely gave you guys your props. Um, you, you definitely took it to seven and – Damn, it was a fight. He called his shot. Hey, he says Hawks is seven. And you hey, that. Can, can, we, can we get some uh, – we need to get some Noel Kyrie third eye T-shirts because I need them shits. Because right now, I'm looking pretty right right now. Oh, yeah, I mean, y'all laugh different. when I said Hawks is seven. Nah, bro, like, nah. I believe you. I was right there with you. What's the fuck? <laughs> Shut your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the main one talking about What? Hawks is seven. How? Oh, say, I'm huh? What? This man turned a little Uzi real quick. He said, "Huh? Nah, what? Nah, I'm, I'm on my dog king shit right now. <laughs> like I believe in y'all the whole time. <laughs> hey man, I believe in y'all since like, nigga, weren't you over there, nigga? What the fuck? Yeah. Like, I believe in y'all, bro. Like, bro, I listen to Outkast, Goody Mob, all that. I'm going to Ti, Gucci Mane, Mulatto, all that shit. Oh man, Donovan. I know all Philly niggas are on suicide watch. It's okay. Yeah. It is okay. Yeah, man. But um good luck on the rest of the series though. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of um the series, because right now the Atlanta Hawks they're about to embark in the seven game series with the Milwaukee Bucks. Ooh. We got the Phoenix Suns and LA Clipper. That series started up yesterday. But one thing that we've been noticing is that these aren't the final four teams that everybody expected at the start of the year. Because everybody all but assumed that it's going to be Lakers, maybe the Clippers. Because, but based on how the Clippers went out last year, maybe not so much, but maybe like the Lakers versus the Clippers, or maybe the Lakers versus the Nuggets again. Over at the East, everybody talking about Brooklyn Nets versus the Milwaukee Bucks. We got one of those teams correctly. 
being the Milwaukee Bucks. We got the Atlanta Hawks. Nobody saw them coming. Before the All Star, before the All Star break, they were the 11th seed in the East. Then they worked their way up. Now they're in the Eastern Conference Finals. The Phoenix Suns, like, who knew that Chris Paul? Well, I ain't even gonna give credit to Chris Paul. Oh, 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 here he <laughs> go. Here he go. Talking about so Chris Paul. I don't know if Cliff Paul can get the credit. Uncle Cliff. Like, nah, <laughs> like, Devin Booker. Had a triple double. Shout out to D Book, man. Like he, West, he basically proved that Chris Paul just. Nah, we not gonna. Do how would they? they how would they, they need Chris Paul to win this? Like, no, so what? Disrespect on Chris. Like, uh, did he, I, I did he take your girl, bro? Like, what did he do? What did he I, do I, saw, to you, I saw enough yesterday to believe that you know what, especially if things remain the way they are with the whole Kawhi shit with the Clippers, that the Phoenix Suns they could easily. I don't want to say easy because Paul George, he's a killer. But I think mm-hmm. they're going to win the series without Chris Paul. Granted, Chris Paul, granted, he is going to play in the series. But I, just I saw think- enough to know that, all right, like, it's not just all on Chris Paul. Like, Devin Booker is but his team. Listen, I think the different, the, the sole difference with the Suns is they have people they can rely on. Like, if, like you said, if Chris Paul isn't on, you got Devin Booker. If Devin Booker not on, you got Cameron Payne who can step up and give you a smooth 15. And can still like impact the game. You got DeAndre Aiden. You got a lot of role players like uh, Bridges. Yeah, Bridges came off the bench last game or yesterday. I watched, put gave two four crucial points that they needed. But Bridges is a winner though, you know, because he won two chips at Villanova. So it's great having guys like that that are winners. Like Devin Booker at Kentucky, he won a national championship at Kentucky, if I'm not mistaken. I think he was on that national championship team. So. They have proven winners over there. Monty yeah. Williams, like, is a great coach. Like, people forget that the Phoenix Suns went undefeated in the bubble last year. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. But even, I think, before this, I think the show wasn't even created. But, like I was saying, in the bubble, like, that was the start of, like, that's what the Hawks are doing right now. Like, what we saw with the Suns in the bubble, the Hawks are proving right now. It's like, yo, we come to compete. And it don't matter if we're the first, fifth, sixth, or whatever seed, we come in to compete. And that's what they did in the bubble, and it translates to this year. So the Suns always, for me, I was like, the Suns got it, and they proven me right. So I thought it was maybe two more years, but they came early. Yeah, I know. I kind of fucked up on my transition here, but basically, like, the gist of the topic is parity good for the NBA playoffs right now because we have no LeBron, we have no Steph, no KD. No hard, no Kyrie. No, the Celtics aren't in the Eastern Conference Finals, anything like that. So, like right now, we got the Atlanta Hawks, the Phoenix Suns, the Milwaukee Bucks, and the LA Clippers. You know, like these are like the sexiest teams out there. You know, what I'm saying like the Clippers. Everybody thought that they was gonna at least get to this this point last year, which is why I think Ty Lue proven that okay, like he is a much better coach than Doc Rivers because look what the adjustments he's been able to make over the course of time throughout each round of the playoffs. You know, like and things that look too good against Dallas, he adjusted. Things would kind of look a little rocky in the second round against Utah, he adjusted. You know, right now, most likely he's going to make adjustments when it comes down to Phoenix, of course. But you know, like outside, like the Clippers, like man, like, like do people really want to see these teams in the conference finals? Like are the NBA, like are the NBA, like are they tripping right now? The fact, like, damn, like we don't have LeBron, like we don't. Have I mean, LeBron. it's a good experiment right now. This like, like don't get to the person. I love it. I love it because this makes the players much more interesting, and this lets everybody know. Okay, like you do not necessarily need a super team 
to get yeah. to like the conference finals or the finals. That's that that was the biggest thing. I was none of these teams are super teams. None of these teams yeah. are super teams. You don't have like you don't have like a, a Le, like two of the top five top ten players on the same team on each of these rosters. Trying to, yeah. It gives teams hope. I think it gives teams hope, like you just said. You don't need a super team to to get to this point. I think the the Phoenix Suns are proving that right now. You need a team of players that care that can get a bucket. And a good bench, like even the Toronto Raptors when they won the championship, they had Kawhi Leonard, of course, but they had a really good bench that would come onto the court and help them push forward when Kyle Lowry wasn't playing or well or whatever. They had a really good bench. The Suns have a good bench. A lot of these teams are filled with role players that can get buckets. So I don't think it's bad for the NBA. I think we're tired. or NBA fans, at least for me, are tired of seeing the same people win all the time. You know I, what I'm saying? I am for sure. But like, the media, but judging from the media, you wouldn't think that because you have like your your Nick Wrights, your Stephen A. Smith, you have your Shannon Sharp, your Skip Bayless, and your um, your Colin Cowers of the world that make you see like, damn, like this is bad for the NBA because we all have like these big marquee names, you know. And and most of these pundits on TV, the reason why they're saying these things because they're casuals, like they don't really follow the NBA like that. They follow narratives. Yeah. And there's no sexy narratives with any of these four teams left. When you don't like have I, a star, yeah. Like I mean I guess, like with Devin the Clippers. Booker. Yeah, like with the Clippers you could say that okay, like this could be like their first championship. Like they could basically take over the city of LA. Great. Like they're not go be like the faces of LA, so to speak. But at least for like the time being LA be like, you know what? We have back to back championships. The Lakers won last year, the Clippers won this year. So that could be a narrative. The Nana with the Phoenix Suns, okay, Chris Paul, he might win his first ring. You know, with the Atlanta Hawks, they might win their first championship since, what, Bob Pettit and the Hawks in 1951? Exactly. With the Milwaukee Bucks, they haven't won a championship since Kareem and Oscar. You know, Giannis, everybody questions Giannis, like, resigned with the Bucks. Like, he took the money rather than going to, like, the Lakers or the Warriors or a team like that. But, yo, like, he resigns and they pull this off. Okay, he looks like a genius. Yeah. I think, oh. there's, a, I think there's a lot of narratives to be painted here. I think for the Suns, I think their narrative is it's Devin Booker. No, it, no, the no, the narrative is Devin Booker because for the longest, for you, for you, but for the media, it's gonna be Chris uh, Paul. Like, oh my I god, like Chris Paul, like Chris Paul. <laughs> yeah, like Chris nah, Paul. He had this fifteen-year journey. He fought one of the most cursed players in the NBA. <laughs> oh, man, oh, Chris Paul. The, Nigga, what did Chris Paul do to you, bro? Hey, I, don't, I, just, I just think he's an overrated leader. That's just the, how is he an overrated, overrated leader? How we don't have time to get into it. Oh, so now we ain't got time to get okay. What, whatever. Uh, if y'all support this show long enough, ladies and gentlemen, and y'all get the likes up, get the subscribers up, maybe we'll do a Patreon and I could go to like a full story time on Chris my Paul issue. Edition. This man met Chris Paul, he didn't sign his jersey. Now he mad as fuck at this nigga forever. Then signed his bottle cap. Man didn't sign his hat and shit, nigga mad. Like, you ain't signed my shit. And then we're gonna get Chris Paul on the show. He's like, oh my bad, I'm gonna sign your right. shit. State Farm is trash anyway. Wow, this nigga said I got progressive, nigga. Fuck is you talking about? Auntie Flo. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> but I, I, I think it's exciting overall. It's it's fresh, it's new, it's teams that we rarely see. It's fun. Uh, yeah, it it's is. Fun, it is. 
It's making people enjoy basketball again. It's like that's that's what what I've seen. My dad hasn't watched a postseason in a minute. Me and my dad have sat down and like watched this series, the the Milwaukee series, the Sun series. It's an inside. It's a, it's exciting. It's exciting seeing fresh faces. People, you know, the next generation of NBA stars when this generation of stars are leaving. We only got a half, barely a handful of them left. So it's exciting to me. I like it. It's enjoyable. All right, so let's take this time before we transition onto two minute drill. Serious predictions: Bucks, Hawks. You already know me, man. You, as as my boy Kush would say on TikTok, you know me, love. I'm gonna pick the Hawks, but I'm gonna say the Hawks. I'm gonna say Hawks in seven again, just because Giannis. Yeah. Chris Middleton has been playing. I'm gonna say Hawks in seven again because Chris Middleton and Giannis are playing really good basketball right now. And again, it just depends on if the heart, if Gallinari, if Herder, if Trey Young, if, if Lou Will, if they're on, if they're on that night, untouchable. We've seen I'll it get, before. No, I'll give you my word. If this happens again, <laughs> you should have me predict this shit again. Because this may be three series in a row. If you predict this shit right, I'll make sure that we get third eye. Third eye open merchandise ready for you. <laughs> I'll make sure that I need that. I we'll, need have, that. we'll have that right before we have the 100 t shirts for Donovan. Oh, 100 <laughs> percent, oh. guys. We're gonna need them. 100 percent. We're gonna need the third eye. But nah, I say Hawks is seven. It's good again. The Bucks and Hawks is gonna be a good series. It's not gonna be. It's gonna be a good series. Now, Donovan, are you willing to give Atlanta their credit and basically agree with no, or you can't still feel a little bit salty about it? No, I mean, I think Atlanta has earned my respect. Um, not to say that I ever had any disrespect to them. It was a great series overall. Um, but I'm going to say – from the start, bro. I'm, like I said, I'm I'm not a casual basketball fan or whatever. Like, I recognize greatness when I see it. Um. But I'm still gonna pick the Bucks in six. Atlanta, y'all know I love y'all. You know, Atlanta's kind of like my second <laughs> also, home. Yeah, like a part true of a coach. Like Atlanta's kind of like my second home, man. So I love y'all. I love all my people in Atlanta. But I'm gonna say this is gonna be a gentleman's week. I'm gonna go Bucks in five. I respect it. I'm gonna go Bucks in six, five, five because seven. I don't think you guys have anybody that could deal with Youngs. But y'all banged up as it is. That that was my main uh, concern. Was he said, if this man's right three times in a row. Yeah, if you write three times in a row, then we got to get you the merch. If, if you write three times in a row, you got to play my lottery numbers, man. Kalo, I hope you watch Kalo. Kalo, I hope you watch it, bro. Like we got it. We got to get the design shop ready, bro. If this man is right three times in a row, we need third eye open merch. We need to make that happen for sure. All right, so let's move on to the Western Conference now. Clippers, Suns. Now, granted, the series started yesterday. Suns won game one. Um, well, basically, at the time of this recording, you know, there's only been one game that's been played. Game two, I believe, is tomorrow night. Um, Tuesday night, which this episode will be uploaded Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern time. Every episode of Alabama's podcast uploaded 3 p.m. Eastern time. No, 2 p.m. Eastern time, excuse me. But in regards to, like, Suns, Clippers, were you guys leaning with that? Mm, Suns. Gentlemen sweep, something five. Just because, like, watching the game and watching how the chemistry the Suns have with each other and their bench and that that willingness to get over that hump, 
like in the late ends of like the fourth quarter because the game was close. Like it wasn't like a blowout. It was a close game, but the Suns just had that their their players were just on it and they wanted that shit. So I think the Suns wanted bad enough and you know I don't think a I don't think a Paul George or a Kawhi could stop Devin Booker right now. That's just my opinion. I may be wrong, but Devin Booker has his eye on the prize. So I say Suns and five. Yeah, likewise. <laughs> Suns and five. I'm gonna go because I know like I get knows as a Chris Paul hater on this show. So you might expect me to say, okay, like I'm rooting for the Clippers and all that, but I'm gonna say Suns in seven games. I respect it. So I'm gonna say Suns in seven games. I feel like it's set up perfectly for Chris Paul to finally win a ring, which will basically shut me up in regards to like his leadership stuff like that. But I saw yesterday from Devin Booker's performance to know that okay like Chris Paul gets too much credit for the success of that team. I guess you could say that like, maybe he is still like a winning culture, so to speak, but I feel like Monty Williams, and speaking of Monty Williams, shout out to like the fact that we have three African-American head coaches in the conference finals. And it was June T. Like, and it was June T. Donald, you know why you not clapping, bro? Why are you not clapping? You white supremacist. <laughs> <laughs> you Uncle Ruckus? Like, why Uncle you not clapping? Tom, no. I knew it. I knew his Uncle Tom. We're going to talk about uh, June 16th on uh, the upcoming uh, Tuck Talk. My man, 16th. 16th. You're not black. You're not black. Nah, fuck you, nigga. He's not black. Everybody. What did we talk about on the last Tuck Talk? Listen. About the black heart. Nah, y'all is not black. I'm sorry, bro. How you forget? You did that on purpose, right? Yeah, June 16th. Hell no, nah, hell no. Nah. <laughs> no, don't give him an nah, out. Nah, don't nah. give him an out. <laughs> don't give this nigga out. No, he he says 16 with his whole chest. Oh, yeah, I, I did say that. He, with, nah, uh, he says 16 with his whole chest. Whole it wasn't chest. Uh, on purpose. That's just why Philly went out the second. Just <laughs> <laughs> like this, man. God, I don't like that. I mean, that's why the Knicks haven't been relevant. <laughs> nigga, I'm not Ooh. a Knicks fan, bro. Oh, Yo, you're not a Knicks oh. fan. <laughs> you thought you got that nigga, bro? I'm man. not a Knicks fan. Oh, I'm a bad fan, bro. That man said the Knicks thought he got Liddell hurt. He said, nah, <laughs> nigga. Fuck is you talking about? Because oh, <laughs> now he's not a Knicks fan. All right. Yeah, I was not a Knicks fan. All right. But all right. all right. So basically, we all in the game with the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. Yes. All right. Okay. So it, it holds true if it ends up being Suns, Hawks, or Suns, Bucks. I guess we know in the next two weeks. And we'll basically know within like the next week of the, if not, if no begin that third eye merchandise. So stay tuned for that. But all right, now, ladies and gentlemen, this is about the time where we get to like the last segment of the show, the two-minute drill. But I must say, like, if you made this far, then that must mean that you must really fuck with your boys here on the Out of Bounds podcast. And if you do, then please be sure to give us a like, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell. That way you know about any time we publish a new episode of the Out of Bounds podcast, which is upload every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Also, outside of our Bound podcast, we have the Game and Share podcast. Speaking of the Game and Share podcast, let me get to my announcement. Last week, I announced on the Game and Share podcast that we have officially moved over to Twitch. That's what I thought it was. Yes, let's go. Yes. We're moving over to Twitch because me and the guys, we were talking, and we were like, man, like these these people, they probably don't think we really play games like that because, for one, we're always always laid back and chill about video games. So, and you want to see us play some video games because me, like, I'm known as the guy that's scared to play horror games. So, once we're going to try those out, 
in the first screen. So you want to check us out over there on Twitch. The link, our Twitch link will be in the description of this video. You can also search us up at the gaming chair underscore pod. For some reason, the gaming chair podcast was taken. So I'm a little scared about that. <laughs> Sorry, we're currently suing now. <laughs> you know, so um, but hey, you can find us. I'm a I'm a guy slide because PlayStation got Crash Bandicoot and Ratchet and Clank. I'm a I'm gonna have to make a little guest feature. That's what I'm thinking. All is welcome. All is welcome. So we hope that you guys join us over on Twitch. We'll be on Twitch this Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So check us out over there. Get that get that Twitch bag. For sure. Respectfully. We try to get all the bags, bro. All the bags, yeah. bro. For sure. And also we have our not only we also have Tuck Talk, you know, which is like the flagship show of this network. You know, we dive to a lot of from mental health issues as far as like, you know, being black men, black women in America. Um, basically we cover like entertainment, all that. We also have our uh, next up interview series. So we have a lot of things here on the Tuck Podcast now for you guys to check out. So keep it locked, subscribe, tell your friends, you know, tell them about the Tuck family. All right, so now let's get into the two-minute drill. First topic. Now, the Brooklyn Nets, we basically discussed last week as far as whether or not they deserve a pass. I personally felt that they deserve a pass given all the injuries. I was kind of nervous because at the time that we released last week's last um, Tuesday's episode, Kevin Durant basically dropped like damn near 50 points, and they basically yeah. beat the Bucks, and they was up like 3-2 in the series. Everybody, yeah, like, hey, yo, what the fuck? I think, okay, like, we got to, like, release, like, a, a bonus episode just for that. But um, our episode held up true. Like, Kyrie Irving never came back to sit hard. Basically played the series with one leg. Um, KD balled out in game seven. It wasn't his fault. He scored 48 points. Basically played the whole game. No, the whole game. And um, for a guy that's coming off of Achilles injury, I must say that he look like he hasn't missed a step or skipped a beat, anything like that. He still look as fluid and as much as the best player that I think he is in the NBA before his injury. He's still, to me, proved that he's the best player in the league. But right now, it seems like he's getting up to play in the Summer Olympics. So for a guy such yeah. as Kevin Durant, who basically willed the Brooklyn Nets to Game 7 the Eastern Conference Semifinals, nearly pulled it off. You know, like there's like literally like an inch away from being in the final. If his foot would like, if he did wear a size 18 shoe, they would have been at the Eastern Conference Finals yeah. right now, <laughs> which is crazy. But how do you guys feel about KD potentially playing in the Summer Olympics? Do you feel like he should just sit this out, or do you feel like like fuck it, he should just continue on hooping? Nah, I mean, if he feels good to if he if he feels good enough to keep hooping. Hey man, go who? I mean, the performance he did just by himself, solo dolo, um, against a pretty a pretty good Bucks team, damn near about to drop fifty. If he's like, hey man, my leg's good, I'm feeling it. Shit, fuck it, why not go get a gold medal while you at it? If you hot, you got the hot hand right now, KD. If you like, yo, I, I got take it. it over to Tokyo, bro. Keep, hey, go get that. I mean, USA gonna take the gold every year. I don't know anybody else who's gonna take that shit from us, but. If you want another piece of, uh, uh, we got knocked out last time. Oh, yeah, last was it? We we won the Olympics. We won twenty sixteen, bro. Who else won the FIBA tournament? The FIBA tournament we did not win because nobody. Oh, okay, all right. Because nobody played that shit. They put like college kids. Yeah, fucking like Derek White from the Spurs. He's a Spurs role player. He was on that team. (laughs) No wonder they lost. Wait, that's the thing. Oh, wait, that's the thing on 2K. They got a fucked up hairline. Okay, I don't know. 
Yeah, I'm sorry, Derek. Like that. I'm sorry, Derek White. I'm sorry. All uh, right, so so no, so Donovan, what you think? Do you think that KD's making a smart choice here? Or do you think he just sit? Or do you think he should play? I I, I mean, or should I play? I should say. Like Noel said, if you're feeling good and ready to go, by all means, nobody's gonna stop you. I'm um, just a little wary with all the injuries that happened over the uh, past season and a lot of uh, stars. Uh, or leaders of their teams are now committing to playing in the Summer Olympics. So I'm a little wary. Um, I'm not sure if uh, Embiid is playing, but uh, is he, is he an American citizen? <laughs> no, he's going to play for the Australian no, team. He's going to, uh, I believe he'll play for uh, Cameroon. Yeah. I'm, why is he playing? Who's wait? Oh, Joel playing for camera. I thought you yeah. talking about Ben Simmons. I was like, Ben Simmons playing no. for Australia. That motherfucker's staying here working on his shot. He already said he's doubtful. <laughs> we already know niggas sit your ass down and no, Damn. you're not going nowhere. Punishment, timeout, whatever you want to call it. As as far he as said, me, like, as far as me, I don't think KD. Well, I, who? Well, first of all, who am I to say whether a player should play in some other? It's not my call. But if I was KD's advisor. I would advise against it because, for one, you already have an Olympic gold medal. There's nothing more to gain from. Everybody know that the U.S. has like the best basketball players in the world, so there's literally like nothing to prove unless you just want the experience of going to Tokyo, which you could. Or do maybe he just, anytime. or you know, they're professional basketball players and they love playing ball. They even play uh, ball meet up with each other uh in the offices so maybe oh, he yeah. wants to do that like i get like kd he's a pure hooper like but at the same time like i remember it great it wasn't the olympics but i remember the the fever tournament where the screaming with paul george basically snapped yeah. his legs and, most of his, and that basically mm. cost him a year of his prime mm. yeah it really did cost him a year of his prime and that was when the indiana pacers like one of the top teams in the east when they was fighting neck and neck with the miami heat for the, in the eastern conference finals man so so yeah, there's mean, horror yeah, stories like that, you know. So I just, feel, I'm just like, like, is it really worth the risk? Consider that the Brooklyn Nets, like, let's be for real, the Nets most likely they would have won a chip this year if everybody were healthy. For sure. Yeah, healthy Kyrie James Harden. That series is not going seven games. The way you're oh, looking after the first two. So my thing is like, you might as well like you better just taking the summer off, you know, like rest your body. KD Word. like, yeah, not. In case with KD, like you barely finished the regular season healthy, bro, because like he didn't even make an all NBA team because he didn't qualify because he didn't play enough games. He didn't even play an all-star game. So it's like KD, like, bro, like just rest. Yeah, I, I don't I don't understand why they're going <laughs> to go play in the Olympics, but I mean like do you're gonna you. be 33 years like, like you're gonna be 33 years old, bro. Like just sit out, like let the Jason Taylor, let the Devin Booker, the Dave Lillards. You know, they don't need to play in this shit either, but, you know, like, just let these young boys. Oh, Lillard is going start. also? Yeah, he's going. Oh, shit. Oh. Jason Tatum is confirmed. I believe Devin Booker, I think, is confirmed. Draymond Green is confirmed. So, it's, it's, it's a gold medal regardless whether you did yeah. or not. Nigga, you, we know we're going to Just be careful. It's just there for a free trip. And just to hang with your homies that you know you hoop Basically. with. Oh damn, that's crazy. Y'all just going yeah. to Tokyo to hoop. Okay, cool. Like that's really all it is. For sure. Now, now, second topic in regards to this second two minute drill. We have an article coming on this tomorrow morning that our guy Diamond Walker as well in regards to Alvin Kamara becoming NASCAR's first growth and engagement advisor. So, how do you guys feel about you know like this 
how was this like basically like what does this mean for like the future of like African Americans in this? I guess you could call it, like the sport of NASCAR. I don't really this consider sport. NASCAR sport of racing. Sport. This is racing is a sport because you can do Formula One racing. It's like it's a sport. I've watched Formula One. I'll call it. I'll call it Channing Crowley or something. I don't really consider it, like a sport. You just drive. What you mean you don't consider racing a sport? I mean, when you okay, listen. When you really break down, I mean, for I can always speak for Formula One. But they have to really work out because you know how hard it is to turn a car going. I mean, I was, I, yeah, I was watching some one, YouTube yeah, videos. It's there's G force that like they have to fight like G force and like yeah. it looks hard as fuck to like they're straining themselves to just turn the wheel. So it definitely is like a sport. I can only speak for Formula One NASCAR. I don't know because you're just going in an oval. But at least for Formula One, you're you're bending curves like you're you're actually racing. Um, so I can only speak for Formula One. But NASCAR, I think for as long as I can remember, NASCAR has always been a white thing. As I I never really I but like no southern white thing. No, no, so like they have had like black NASCAR racing drivers in the past. But obviously, like none of them really made like be kind of like serious one regular, you know. What I'm yeah, saying? yeah. I I think that's what Alvin Kamara uh, or Kamara. 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 That's where Alvin Kamara comes in because it is known as a white um, Confederate flag waving until recently uh, sport. But and wasn't Bubba Watson supposed to be that person for that though? Even though Bubba he was Wallace. Driver? Bubba Wallace. Yeah, he uh, Alvin met with him a couple occasions when uh, NASCAR invited him out to partake in partnership and stuff like that. And he's been an advocate of uh, like policy changes and stuff like that. So they had Jim Crow policies in in NASCAR. Hell no. I went. NASCAR is rooted in the South, bro. Like yeah, I went on Twitter and looked at the the. The announcement video and some of the comments are just. What did you yeah. expect? Like, yeah, why do you think I watched Formula One? <laughs> or like, like yeah, I, it's that. I think that's what deters people of color from from sports like NASCAR, just because it's just like you. We don't feel welcomed. Like, if if I don't feel welcomed, why would I go? Like, why would I enjoy this? Like. Even like lacrosse for me, I played it just because I enjoyed what I did, but it was not always welcoming. You know, just like hockey. I know I have some of my friends that are black that I grew up with that play hockey. So it's like, and that wasn't really inviting. So I can tell you, if, if it's not inviting to us, we're not going to go do it unless we just genuinely love what we do. I genuinely loved playing lacrosse. That was something I loved to do. And I played it no matter, no matter what. So it didn't matter. But for these inner city kids to like be attracted to playing hockey and to playing lacrosse, like it has to be inviting. And I feel like NASCAR is trying to be more inviting, which I'll give, I'll tip my hat to them for at least attempting and trying. But their fan base has been like, like Donovan said, it's in the South. It's deeply rooted in Southern Confederate flag waving, you know, it's deeply rooted in that. So it's just like, it's going to take a minute to get people comfortable with it being, you know, some comments were like, oh, they're trying to urbanize NASCAR. It's not even that. It's just like, it's just being inviting to everybody. I personally and, don't yeah. care one way or the other. <laughs> like, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, what is this new supposed to really do? Like, okay, you got... Oh, it's, it's, supposed to, it's supposed to bridge the gap between 
a black dominated sport and a white dominated sport. That's where Alvin Kamara comes see, in. Okay, I get all that, but see, this is what I, this is the really what it comes down to. I feel like, especially when it comes like black athletes, like you're gonna, basically gonna go with like wherever the money is at. Like basically, like football, basketball, baseball. Those are like the three. Those are the sports. Soccer, soccer as well. But you already see that many African Americans in soccer. Like well, that. I mean, you see like Americans across Europe, but not so much. Oh Americans. yeah, Europe Americans. Not America, so much, but Europe, mean, Europe, the Philadelphia Europe. Union is dominated by uh, foreign uh, black players. So. But we're talking about strictly African Americans, so I know. Yes. Oh, okay, about. okay. Yeah, because yeah, I was about to say, if we're talking—I mean, soccer. I mean, there's, hey, man, you, there's a lot. But we're talking about African Americans for sure, because a lot of even now, like in the United States, playing soccer is like, why would you? It's still like, why would you play that? But yeah. I have friends from London who are originally like Jamaican and from Africa, and they play soccer. So yeah, it's I, I don't even know when an MLS season started or ended. Or I watched Premier happened. League, so yeah. I wouldn't. I didn't even I watch watched Premier League, La Liga, City, all, all that. But as far as with NASCAR, like I don't really because the whole thing is like the car is supposed to is essentially like the brand. Like NASCAR itself is the brand, not so much as far like unless you're like a Dale Earnhardt Jr. or Danica Patrick when she was. I used to outfit. be a Jeff Gordon fan. That's actually my favorite driver, Jeff Gordon. But um, outside that, like you don't really. Like the branding is not there as far like like the marketability as far like your face, so to speak. You know. Yeah, I think I think I think Formula One has it better because Formula One you have the McLarens, the Mercedes, like the luxury car brands, and then you have Lewis Hamilton who drives for Mercedes, being a black British driver, um, and a really good one at that, who's won multiple championships. I think the marketability at Formula One is way higher because Lewis Hamilton has been on numerous talk shows, numerous events where he is like the prominent figure for Formula One racing and NASCAR, like he said, haven't had that since, you know, I think I can just remember Jeff Gordon, maybe because of a t-shirt. And are, like uh, Adele mentioned, yeah, they don't really have that person, that spearhead. They, they don't have that LeBron James. <laughs> they barely have a bubble <laughs> <laughs> Bubba Wall's on a win shit, man. So like you really can't come back. <laughs> I mean, at least Lewis Hamilton wins shit. Like Lewis Hamilton like, wins chips. Like, I mean Bubba Wallace's like, last dead. win was, I believe, in 2013, 14. Jesus Christ. Like, just dead, man. Like nah, man. Lewis Hamilton just won a race, like what, last month or something? Like Yeah, and I mean at the end of the day, it it seems like NASCAR is trying, and I do like that because I, I would like to get that. I appreciate it. I appreciate I, I do appreciate that they're trying because they their core fan base, they dead ass did not have to. And that's the thing about NASCAR. They really didn't have to do this. Like yeah. they're doing it because they, I can see that they're doing it because they really want to get a bigger audience, you know, a diverse audience. Because the audience that they have right now, they're Spending the money there, like NASCAR financially did not have financial wise, they didn't have to do this. They didn't have to reach out. They didn't. They like, okay, fuck you, whatever. We gonna still get paid regardless. But I, I will give them credit. And if you want to fly the true the Out of Bounds podcast out, and we can go to a VIP NASCAR race. Yeah, I mean, I'm in Philadelphia. It's a speedway in Delaware. Is right there. Let I'm in Atlanta, it. Atlanta Motor Speedway. Fly us out. Let us NASCAR hit us up. Fly us out. We'll we'll do episode from the track. Hit yeah, us up. 
either either the um what's the name of these motherfuckers? The I and Affy podcast. They just recently did that, but I feel like we we could do it much better. Cause I personally I don't really see the appeal now called as a sport, but I'll hope to be proven wrong. And get like a lot of demonstration. So, so let me ask you this: uh, Now that you see Alvin Kamara um, joining the cause or the organization, do you have somewhat of a peaked interest in NASCAR now? Because I know I do. Well, I've always like don't get just like I always watch NASCAR off and on. Like I know about NASCAR, like Jeff Gordon, Kurt Busch, Kyle Busch, Dale Earnhardt, Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. Like I know about these guys. It's just that I don't play. Like having someone like I would come out, it's not enough to like give me to watch it religiously every yeah, week. Yeah, those those guys are basically go- uh, gone and passed or like retired yeah. or fading away. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like to me, like the NASCAR race is like what two and a half, three hours? Like it's only so much more. more than that. Like it's only so much I, I can see like a car going around the same oval over and over. You know what I'm saying? Like I mean, I gotta play devil's advocate because there's only so many times I can see Patrick Mahomes throwing the ball down deep. To Tyler Nate, no, nigga, that's not the same. We're not gonna play this game. Come on, I mean, come on. It, it could be the same. If, as if, if Patrick, Mah- Keith, if Patrick Mahomes was a Philadelphia Eagle, you would not be saying this shit right now. Yes, I would. One hundred percent. No, you were hundred percent. Yes, if we're gonna compare, if we're gonna do a comparison, like Formula One. Yeah, they go around a track, but again. Formula One to me is interesting just because you're driving a really fast car, you're going on tight turns. There's yeah. like, like what they'll say, it's not an oval. You're going, you're turning, you're going exactly. like there's straightaways. Like, so I, I get the appeal of Formula One, and like I don't really get I never really got the appeal of NASCAR, just like Liddell said, you're just driving on an oval. I mean, like, like, I'd, rather like go, I said, I'd rather go to Monaco. The same could be said about football or something to somebody who's from the outside looking in, like I don't understand. Okay, but the thing is, with football, like you're gonna see, like no play, no every single play is not the same. Yeah, exactly. You say exactly. that, but this is to people who don't know what football is. They can no, be saying the same thing about NASCAR. No, that's a bad comparison because, like, like I, like what else said, every every down, every play isn't the same. NASCAR, the only objective is to be first and drive in driving in a circle. That's it. Like football, yeah, you, you can throw the ball, you can run the ball, you can you can do trick plays, whatever. NASCAR, you strictly drive an oval. That's it. <laughs> the biggest appeal of NASCAR is a crash. And granted, like you that's don't really want to see that exactly. that's not good at all because Earnhardt Sr. died in the car. That's what I'm saying. To us who don't wait, he died car Yeah, Dale Earnhardt Sr. he died in the car crash. Oh, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. You was two years old when that happened, too. Man. Oh my god! Yes, I, if the listeners didn't know, I am definitely twenty-one. You know, what I'm saying I'm not thirty-five. I'm twenty-one. I, I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm not yeah, saying young that uh, football doesn't have like entertaining aspects to it or different. I'm you just saying compared NASCAR to like. No, I'm just saying like. The way you're talking about football is the same way somebody else is talking about NASCAR. Who? No. That's a bad comparison. I'm just, I get what you're trying to do. It's just a really bad comparison. Okay. All right. I, I understand what you're trying to do, but it's just, it's it's not going to work. I, I will say that. All right. I'll, I'll agree to that. You because one is. Because. <laughs> because tell you, like, okay, like, what's the pure time? Like, you just hitting the ball back and forth so, like, somebody can't hit it no more. Like NASCAR, like like no said, you bet you driving around the oval. So 
hopefully somebody gets first. Like that's the I mean, thing. I've had girlfriends ask the same thing. What's the what's so appealing about football? Like it's just guys tackling each other, trying to get a ball or something like that. I'm just saying I see the other Oh, I, okay. I get what you're trying to say. I get it. Okay. I see what you're trying to say. It's just the way you worded the first time, I'm like, dog. Yeah. It's not too <laughs> dry. I'm, I'm like Ben Sims. I'm, I'm trying, man. Yeah, at least, I mean, at least baseball shit. Niggas die for catches, outfielders. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. at least in baseball, there's some excitement now. But, like, NASCAR is just, oh, wow. Niggas driving it over. Did you guys ever play the, uh, the the NASCAR uh, franchise? I ain't gonna lie. The video game was hard. I played yeah, the video game. I played NASCAR Heat every now and then. I used to have the games on PS2 back then. Exactly. On PS2, I had to join. I made my own car and everything. Like, see, that aspect is cool. But the actual watching this shit, nah. Yeah. If I was doing it, for sure. Watching it, eh, maybe not. Probably watch baseball. Uh, yeah, I'm like that with hockey, too. Like, I could play a hockey video game, but I cannot watch a whole... That is... I'm the same. It's the same yeah. for me. It's the same. I'm yeah. saying that because NHL 21, I'll play that all day. Yeah, for sure. But um, yeah, this what's happening, Dollar? Y'all ain't see my screen get dark as hell, bro. It's a Phil, it's a Philly <laughs> goblin coming for your ass. A black cloud hanging over Philly. The dream, the dream changes like you've been talking too much shit. We coming. <laughs> Hey, man, we 4 p.m. over here. I, I'm kidding. I ain't 4 p.m. Little baby, I'm sorry. I'm not 4 p.m. I don't want to smoke. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to smoke, little baby. Baby, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the two-minute drill. I feel like we might need to rename this segment because we're always going to pass two minutes on two-minute drill, but it is what it is. But we're, we support the show. We're about time to plug ourselves to get up out of here. So, fellas, let everybody know where they can find you on social media, all that good shit. If you're new to the show, it is the No Austin on every platform: TikTok, <laughs> Snapchat, IG, Twitter. Hit me up, chop it up on Twitter with me with sports, no problem. Um, stuff coming up, photography stuff always coming out. Articles, we got them coming. I got time. We writing again, and like I talked to Liddell, we may got a little little fashion show, a little a little fashion content coming for y'all. You know what I'm saying? So we trying to get some uh trying to get to the complex space. You're trying to be on YouTube with it. We trying to yeah get into a different space. So I make it do what it do. You know what I'm saying? So we're gonna, gonna keep on going on and y'all know what I mean. So yeah. All right, Davin, plug yourself before the dream chase is not going to get <laughs> Right, yeah, it's getting darker and darker by the minute. Nigga, oh. dreams and nightmares are start coming on. Hold up, wait a minute. Y'all thought it was finished. Hold up, and that's it, man. Y'all thought it was finished. Uh, meet, you can follow me on my social media right here. Um, got a couple of uh, interviews coming up. Um, hopefully, we're coming up with a music podcast. Uh, Who? <laughs> I need to be a part Liddell, of that. I'm calling you out, man. What's I up need with to it? be a part of that. ASAP, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> I need that shit. So look out for that. Also, um, go check out True Omen Culture's uh, collaboration with the... Uh, what is it, Lede- um, No, the, the Atlanta Streetwear Market. Atlanta Streetwear Market. Yeah. Me and Kadeja, we went down there. We did our thing. She did our thing. Shout out thing. to Kadeja, man. Shout out to Kadeja, man. She did, she did her thing. She was yeah, dope. That, she, that camera work was crispy. She did her thing. Uh, met a lot of dope designers. We got content with some designers coming through. You know what I'm saying? So, where are we going to be busy uh, this summer? 
The black yeah, women at Tug, the black women at Tug, we be doing their thing. Amari with the graphic design, the video intros, Kadeja with the videography, man. Like our interviewers, man. Like everybody's uh, just support black people. Shout out to Monica who just hit 10k on TikTok. No, she's a, she's over 11k right now. Oh, she's oh, over 11k. Yeah, damn. Yeah, I, 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 I hit up Monica. I'm trying to get my TikTok game on point. Bro. That's what I said, yo. I'm trying to get my TikTok game on point, man. <laughs> I was trying to get Monica up as I was just. With the tuck on TikTok, but she acting Hollywood right now. But oh, now she acting Hollywood on yeah. now. Who's this? <laughs> nah, it's, it's still love you, my guys. It's all love. It's all, it's all love. love. It's all love. As for me, you guys can follow me at the Delta Fashionista on IG. That's the only platform on True Urban Culture IGs. Uh, you can find, reach me there in regards to any business inquiries. Because right now, like it's back season right now. We outside, so if you want to? Oh shit. So you want us to like cover like any events, you know, you want like music, um, a music video done, you want like an EPK for like, all this packaging, just hit us up. We I'll give you our rates and then yeah, let's let's get this money. That's basically what's at this point. Like, let's get this money, man. Yeah, I got yeah. people I gotta pay, man. People I gotta support, you yeah. know, team, you know. So it's bag season now. It's time to get out there. You know, we got festival season coming up, so we're trying to get out there for those. So yeah, man, the Tuck fan, we working. We outside, we doing, we doing our thing, you know, as far as like a music podcast. If y'all want that, if y'all want that, ladies and gentlemen, then please continue to support us here at the Tuck Podcast Network. And who knows, like, I might make a Patreon announcement in the near future. Like, you never know. Like, so you want a music podcast on the other spin-off podcast, then, you know, subscribe to the Patreon. Man. You know, like, it might be lit over there. Hey. You know, you gotta figure, you gotta find ways to like market and and basically monetize your content. You know, so that's I mean, it ain't no game. I just know the music podcast that that's an untapped market for sure. A lot yeah. of people that I know that I listen to, they they doing some dope shit with music yeah. podcasts. So, yeah, somebody got to pick up with everyday struggle left though. Why not? Hey, why not? Why not? Nah, if we do a music podcast, it has to be in person, bro. I'm sorry. That got kids. That's the only way it's gonna happen. That's the only way that joy gonna be fine if it's in person. Yeah, that way we could also do like a color type of segment, like with the artists, you know. So that yeah, get some yeah. artists coming in there, just chopping it for. We have a great spot in New York to do that, at, but save on, bro. Like you watching this video, man, get back to me in regards to the studio space. Bro, I, I will fly to New York. I will move to New York. I, Fuck all this. Fuck hey, 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 put it, put it, put it <laughs> yeah, they got the dream chases coming out to you anyway. Yeah, because we down right now. Hey, Adele, <laughs> just hey, just book my ticket on Delta Economy on the True Urban Culture tab. It's all good. Nah, spirit, bro. <laughs> nah you get a spirit. <laughs> wow, you have me diamond flight wow. high, bro. Right, you gonna bro. be a spirit? No, I'm just fucking. True of a country gonna show me some love, man. Show me some love. I'll play with you, But all right, y'all. Like, like we we could have let Dobbin have it a bit more, but you know, like we want to like ease up on our. Like, they lost. Fuck out of here. No, yeah. Like, you taking it better than I thought you would, honestly. Yeah, after reading some of the comments and <laughs> the articles, I had to change my tone. <laughs> the dream they just come after this man. They gonna snap this man jersey off his back. <laughs> <laughs> and Joel and Pico be right in the front with Meek Mills. <laughs> and be like, you been talking lots of shit. Give me back my jersey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they gonna be eating a burger. I'm gonna try to get his jersey back and shit. <laughs> 
Nigga be eating burgers for no damn reason and shit. Like, bro, if you don't stretch, my nigga, the fuck? Just eat a burger. He ain't got a game to play in 30 minutes. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. For real, now, let's get on because my man, dog, he's swearing right now. He nervous. The dream chain. Are you laughing? They not the dream chasers got to that nigga. They cut the Wi-Fi though. <laughs> the dream chasers said no. Yo, it's over. Yo, yo, I was trying to figure out if I missed any signs. Like was he blinking twice or some shit? And I was like a call for help. <laughs> hey, we got to call Philly police for uh, for my boy. Hey, pr- R.I.P. No, I'm kidding. Prayers up for Donovan. Uh, yeah, prayers, prayers are definitely. <laughs> uh, man, I feel that's a great way to end this, man. But we'll, oh, catch, man. we'll catch y'all every, like I said, every Tuesday, 2 p.m. Eastern hey. Standard Time, man. We hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week. Subscribe, share like, it to your subscribe. friends, share yeah, your more. girlfriend, share your mama, whatever. Let's, let's get this oh, back. Man, that was too funny. <laughs> <laughs>